It's Sunday afternoon in Fremont. It's time for the Seattle After Party! Yay! Our guest today, from the great new podcast, The Spoilers with Wayne and Daryl, it's Wayne and Daryl! Yay! And our host tonight, Dave Bogan! Oh, settle down, everyone. Settle down. Settle down. Yeah. All right. I know. I know. I, yeah, you're all very privileged to see me here. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome to the After Party Podcast, everyone. Yay! Clap Yay! for yourselves. You made it. Yeah, uh, we got an exciting episode today. As Daryl just mentioned, he, he and Wayne are on uh, Daryl's own uh, other podcast. <laughs> it's a crossover episode. It's, it's a crossover episode. Like, uh, like you know, like whenever you say crossover episode, I think of like this old Scooby-Doo's where oh, they yeah, had like yeah. the crossovers. Like the Globetrotters. And, or, and, or the Jetsons oh, and the yeah. Flintstones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, those crossovers. Well, we're making that happen today. See, this uh, is what I like about you, Dave, is like you go older school. We're all thinking like oh, new man. comic book movies and TV shows, and you're like, no, no, it's like Scooby-Doo. Oh, man. I'm I'm all class of 87, born in 69, so yeah, a lot of of those younger references go right over my head. So you've made a great choice in me being a host today, Daryl. Hey, man, everything's everything's great about you, Dave. Well, in a little while, we're gonna we're gonna talk about your podcast, the spoilers, and and, and uh, all the new stuff that you're doing because it's it's brand new and it just uh, it pretty much just came out. What this August was it? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. when we had our first episode. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, the end of August. Yeah, where you, where you discuss uh, movies and TV shows and and uh, yeah, but I I don't want to delve into that too much because I know there's some fun stories about uh, how that came about and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But just like we do at every after party podcast, we start out with a rousing game of the match game. The match game. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we got a couple of younger people in the audience here. Hey, do you guys remember the match game from 1970-something? No? No? Yeah, watch the Game Show Network. I think if you, you can find that on cable or whatever, you can check out the match game. But now you're going to get to see it live. There's a new version of it with Alec, or with, uh, yeah, yeah, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, don't remake the match game because Gene Rayburn was like like such a swarmy... Oh, like, yeah. Like just you know, male pig that was like yeah, perfect, the, the perfect fit for that. But Alec Baldwin, you know what? If there was anyone that could step in to that yeah, role, exactly. Yeah, in the '90s yeah. they tried to do it with Ross Schaefer and it didn't work. No, right? no, no. But Local comedy legend, yeah, Ross, Ross Schaefer. Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check that out though. Alec Baldwin hosting the match game. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. All right, already finding out good stuff today, folks. Uh, but yeah, we're going to start out with the match game, and here's the way the match game is going to work. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to uh, read a phrase, all right, and then uh, what uh, what all three of us are going to do is we're going to write uh, what we think the blank should be because it's going to be a phrase with a blank, and then we write what we think should be in that blank, and then uh, whoever matches with me is going to get a point. And, and, and what's, the, what's the prize for you guys today? Uh, I think the prize is knowing who's the better matcher, as always. Oh, oh man, yeah. 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 Imaginary kudos points. Imaginary kudos points. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I, want, I do want to say that uh, this game of Match Game is actually sponsored by Conspire, by Cherry Picked Games. Ah, that's right. So uh, I would just, uh, I will be, for my ads that are usually about how you can follow us on Twitter, yeah. it will be about Cherry Pick Games Conspire. <laughs> so we'll see how I can p- fit those in today. That's right. Ale- Ale- Alexander Jarabek, uh, yeah, he creates awesome new games, and that's the new one that's coming out. So yeah. so yeah, we'll give him some awesome plugs throughout the show. 
but uh, let's see. Why don't we go ahead and get started with our very first question. You guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Are you guys ready in the audience? Yeah. yeah, you sound like it. All right, here we go. Our first question is, Halloween is just around the corner. Seattle trick-or-treaters are already prepared for blank. Again, Halloween is just around the corner. Seattle trick-or-treaters are, ready, are prepared for blank. What are they prepared for? Well, you'll want to be prepared yeah. when you play Conspire. <laughs> because you won't know who anybody is, necessarily. Because it's a hidden role storytelling game. <laughs> Very similar to games such as... Oh, goodness, I'm leaving it already. <laughs> Werewolf uh, and other hidden role storytelling games. So check out on Kickstarter from Cherry Pick Games, Conspire. Wow. A well-oiled machine. A well-oiled machine. I warned him about my ability. (laughs) He still wanted me to do this. Super organic, Cheryl. (laughs) Soup's organic. You use words good. (laughs) All right. So again, it was uh, Halloween is just around the corner. Seattle trick-or-treaters are already prepared for blank. So we're going we're gonna to see what you guys wrote. Uh, so, uh, Wayne, I'll go to you first. What, what is it you wrote? Arbor Day. Arbor <laughs> Day? What, what inspired that answer? Because it's Seattle. Ah, yeah, that's true. That does make sense. Uh, let's see. Well, what, what did you write, Daryl? I wrote imaginary razor blades, which <laughs> ever since I was a kid, there was always this thought that yeah. there would be razor blades in the open candy. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever actually heard of a real story of that yeah. ever happening, ever. Yeah. There's a movie on Netflix about it. Oh, well, if there's a movie, it must be true. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it was debunked a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, like And yet people never... still are like, no, yeah. don't touch it. Well, didn't they say like they put them in apples, too? Oh, Like they put yeah. them in an Goodness. apple? Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're giving away apples, like, during the Halloween. The kids aren't going to eat the apples. No, anyways. they're not. They're going to throw them away. <laughs> Am I right, kids? Am I right? Yep, again, we got a thumbs a, up and an okay. Okay, wow. I feel, that's awesome that I can relate to your generation. Hey, did you have one there, Dave? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I kept it topical, folks, because it's been recent in the media. I said they're prepared for scary clowns. Ooh, scary clowns, true. which is the, uh, the current trend right now. Apparently, people like dressing up as scary you know, clowns. And, and, uh, Seattle, we have our own superhero, though, so you don't need to be worried about scary clowns. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you have your superhero. You know, I went to the same high school as our superhero. You did? Yes. He went to Shorecrest High School in Shoreline. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Things you learn. Do, 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 do. Who's the superhero? Phoenix Who's Jones. Phoenix Jones. Oh. I, I really want to get him on the show. <laughs> I do. Either one. Either one of the podcasts. <laughs> I, I need him on. All right. We're going to move on to our next question. Uh, here we go. Get your, uh, get your tablets ready. Prepare okay. to write. And feel free to play at home if you like. All right. Uh, the Note 7 mm. was a terrible loss for Samsung. Yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're all feeling that loss. Oh, we? yeah. yeah. I, I had one for three days. Oh, really? Yes. Three days. I got it when they first came out with the new, new revisions. They're like, this one's okay. It's got a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more stuff to burn. All right. Uh, the Note 7 was a terrible loss for Samsung. To limit their losses, Samsung decided to repurpose them as blank. Again, the Note 7 
was a terrible loss for Samsung. To limit their losses, Samsung decided to repurpose them as blank. And if you don't know, uh, they, they just started randomly uh, combusting, like they'd start on fire. So they actually banned them from airplanes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Happening. All right. Well, you know, what my thought here is, thinking about uh, Cherry Pick Games game conspire, is this was all just a government conspiracy to track our phones. So now they're just, the NSA is just going to check all our phones because it's just a conspiracy. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, you can play out this fantasy conspiracy if you play the game Conspire by Cherry Pick Games, which you can look up at kickstarter.com by going to kickstarter.com slash projects slash cherry pick games slash 19025144440. Write that down, folks. Wow, what a smooth... Or just do a search. I mean, that would probably <laughs> yeah. be easier. Conspire is a fairly simple yeah. word. Just basically, yeah, yeah. Conspire, cherry pick games. Just yes. That's the easier thing to remember. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that segue was smooth like butter, Daryl. Thank you, thank mm, you. So smooth. All right, well, um, I'll get to give... Lemon the... butter, maybe. <laughs> the question again was, the Note 7 was a terrible loss for Samsung. To limit their losses, Samsung decided to repurpose them as blanks. So, Daryl, why don't we see what you wrote first? I wrote as fog machines for Halloween. <laughs> you know, because that... I didn't think they would even have a good lifespan as a repurposed thing. So, yeah. fog machines. Yeah, that makes sense. Very seasonal. And it's like an accidental fog machine. You could like buy. You have to buy a bunch yeah. because they're not all going to do anything. <laughs> so it's like it's really good. You just, yeah, you just got to get a giant. Like, pile I'll take go. a thousand, maybe. I'm just gonna throw them in my front yard and we'll see what happens. We'll see right? what happens yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, what did you write? Dynamites. Yeah. <laughs> A Good Times reference. Yeah, yeah. see, I get that one. Yeah, yeah. Kids, no, remember that television show, Good Times? No? Okay. Uh, you can watch it on, like, MeTV, I think. is It's on, Probably. like, uh, it's on 15 times a day, so you can watch it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good Times. And what do you have? Um, I, I was uh, thinking of being resourceful, um, and I'm an avid outdoorsman, so I put campfire starters. Ooh, yeah, yeah. very resourceful. Exactly, why not, you know? I, I think MacGyver would do that. MacGyver. Talked, I've nah, talked, nah, nah. I, I can't really say we so much as I've talked MacGyver since I'm a huge <laughs> yeah. MacGyver mark. So. Every time you start talking MacGyver, I just take my headphones <laughs> off and start taking a nap. I was going to say, you're, you're a huge MacGyver fan, I, right? I am. Oh, man, yeah. yep. And you talk about that in your uh, in your podcast a little bit the new MacGyver series oh, well I do yeah. <laughs> like, like Wayne said he just like all right Daryl uh-huh. I'm gonna go uh-huh. make myself a snag uh-huh. <laughs> Wayne uh-huh. just hears white choo, noise choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> all right well so far uh, oh man so many points uh, it's tied zero 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 isn't that exciting everyone yeah, yeah. Like soccer Ooh. match <laughs> yes football Wayne football <laughs> or soccer at a Montessori school yeah <laughs> we don't need points that hurts feelings uh, all right well we'll we'll see if we get points in this next one here's uh, the the third question uh get ready ready the spoilers have a great love of films even bad ones their favorite terrible film is blank mm there's a lot of good ones out there. Oh, good, man. bad ones. Favorite terrible be, film? Yeah, this, something, uh, I guess, like it's a bad film that you like love. That, that we loved oh, in, in your own way. I don't know. This could be a tough match. I don't know. Yeah. I know I got oh, one of mine. so many terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bad ones out there. Uh, oh, man. 
Oh, yeah, this is a thinker. I talked about recently. I think I'm writing the ultimate bad movie that's so bad it's good. So bad. So bad. So bad. That is something Wayne says a lot. He's like, so bad. So bad. (laughs) All right. We'll see who picked the baddest good movie. I I bet you guys have picked worse movies than I, but... (laughs) All right, we'll see. All right, so again, the question was, the spoilers have a great love of films, even bad ones. Their favorite terrible film is blank. Wayne, what did you write? Masterminds? Masterminds. Which you talked about in our Which last episode. Which I talked about yeah. last episode, yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. It was, that was the weirdest review I'd ever heard from somebody, because you were like, I liked it? Maybe? I don't I know. I think so. <laughs> Well, who's who's in that one? Uh, Zach Galifianakis uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig and mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. It was, yeah, That's like an interesting a, cast. Yeah, really good cast. You and think. it was just it was just weird. Just didn't just pan, a weird movie. Didn't come together as well as you had hoped. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Daryl, what did you write? Uh, mine was really kind of close between two that I really like, but I think like the one that really I, I like a little bit more is Hudson Hawk. Uh, which is Bruce, Bruce Willis movie that really got panned oh, severely, man. but I love that. I you know I I still think about that singing, doing a crime to swinging on a star. That's right. They do yeah. that sing and yeah. duet, and it's oh, like what it's it's the? great. And my hope, my desire is that uh, this movie was like at least done before Bruce Willis turned into a total jerk. <laughs> because I've heard nothing but bad stories about Bruce, yeah. working, having Bruce Willis in your movie. Oh, oh you mean the guy who put out an album where he just plays uh, mouth harp and <laughs> calls oh, himself Bruno? Bruno, that's right, Bruno. Yeah, that guy's not a jerk. Those that that would be that guy, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He must have been a treat to work with on the, the Seagram's wine cooler sets, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well he, was still, he was still like... Uh, like unknown, so maybe he didn't have a big head yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like, well, yeah, that was right. I mean, he was still moonlighting. Yeah, was... not too far after moonlighting. Yeah, actually, yeah. I liked that show. That was, like, yeah, that that's was what I liked show. about Hudson Hawk is I felt like yeah. it, it brought him back to that moonlighting esque humor. Yeah, uh, you know that really kind of that, that he had. And I was because yeah. I loved moonlighting. I loved I loved how he was in moonlighting. So. Yeah, I don't know why moonlighting. Now he's is... gotten takes himself too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> moonlighting should be on Netflix. I don't know why it's not. All right. All right, so I think you guys are going to agree with mine. Okay. Unfortunately, there's still not a match yet. But here's what I wrote. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's a pretty bad movie. I think that's like the ultimate bad movie, so bad that it's good. I, I, yeah. and, and like I, George oh. Clooney in that or something? Or? Oh, I can't, I, yeah, I can't uh, remember. He's in one of those weird movies. That was such a huge movie when I was a kid as far yeah. as like a movie that like – just people love to watch because it was so bad. It was so it was bad. The effects were so, so bad. bad. Just the, Do you remember the, the, the cartoon? Oh, oh they yeah. Right, they yeah, they had a cartoon for a while too. Yeah. You know, but it, that's, you know, they won't tell you this, but that movie's based off a true story, which is uh, a conspiracy, a government conspiracy that you can play out if you do conspire by Cherry Pick Games. Whoa! Whoa! That was like Worst magic. I was like, ever. I was sucked in. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, oh nope. Yeah. It's a segue to another. Shameless plug for conspiracy by cherry-picked games. Yeah, because you could uh, create secret goals and use your influence to make anything in the world true, including 
tomatoes, tomatoes that are killer tomatoes. You could have killer tomatoes you could have that. in the game I mean, of conspiracy. there's already killer tomatoes if you feed them to someone with a tomato allergy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, they, they have a little less teeth, but it's, that's really what it is. It's yeah. like they, were, they, they heard about tomato allergies, and they're like, ooh, killer tomatoes. And they're like, wait a minute. Oh, Let's make a movie. <laughs> and then it's like, based on a true story. Like, like I, I love movies that are based on a true story. It's like, Yes. Mm, yeah. It's like maybe <laughs> one of the characters' names is yeah, right? from some story somewhere, so now we can say it's based on a true story. Yeah, it, um, it was truly a story. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what's another true story is there's still no points that have been awarded Woo! yet. But now that but brings us... But there's happiness. Yes, happiness. yeah. Happiness. Uh, but that brings us now to our lightning round, everyone. Everyone go, ooh. <laughs> Lightning. All right. This is the lightning round where uh, we have five different phrases, and uh, each one is only two words this time. Only two words in each of these phrases, and we're going to see if we can get some matches in this one. And then someone will go home with, again, those imaginary kudos points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, can I buy the kudos candy bars with us? <laughs> yeah, some... just like, just like uh, experience bucks. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go to our first round. Our first round. Our first round is Magnificent Blank. Very quickly, yeah. Magnificent is the way you'll feel after playing a game of Conspire by Cherry Pick Games. That wasn't as magical. I'm sorry. But magical and magnificent start with the same base word. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's called grammar and mm. spelling. Stand Etymology. School. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, magnificent blank. Magnificent blank. So, let's see. Daryl, what did you write? Seven. Ah. Which, magnif- by the way... Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> that was a great movie. I mean, I, yeah. it brought the Western back. I, I I listened to a little bit of the podcast where you guys were talking about it, and like you you were, you were both giddy like schoolgirls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl was <laughs> champing at the bit to talk about that movie. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I need to talk about Magnificent Seven. Yeah, yeah. If you well, want we'll to... talk about this a little bit more. But like, <laughs> the nice thing about this podcast that I like is that I get to like have a reason to go to movies now. It's like I gotta go see this movie because I got a podcast about it later. <laughs> Sorry. It's, yeah. Now it's a tax write-off. Yep, yeah. it's a tax write-off. Wayne, what did you write? Seven. Seven. All right. Ooh, so kudos points. Sevens. Yeah. Let's see what I could have. What could have I written? I don't know. I don't know. Will there be a match? Yes, there will. Seven. Oh! All right. So that is one point for each right now. You guys and, are literally neck and neck. And much like every episode of the Seattle After Party. There are points scored only in the lightning round where the really easy ones are. Yeah, yeah. These, these, these tend to be a little bit more obvious for, for that very reason. I don't know. Has there ever been a shutout like in the, in the, uh, we've the come close. We've come so close that we had to like, uh, kind of like make it so that somebody earned points. Yeah. We got really close. And it was obvious that, cause this was back when we had contestants. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, we saw that nobody was going to win, and we were just like, oh, we got to do something to make this work. <laughs> so I was, like, I was given hints from the, from the booth. Oh, really? Just dropping hints and The booths. number after one. <laughs> <laughs> that could be like three and anything on up, right? Um. <laughs> yeah. The number directly after one. But before three, and then we'd get like 1.5. 1. 1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No! Pie. No! 
Um, okay, well, let's move on to our second round of yes, five, the lightning round. Okay, our next one is blank bad. Blank bad. Oh, blank bad. You know I'm what? I'm going to betray myself because I want to answer one thing, but I'm going to answer the other thing. <laughs> okay. I think we know what I want to answer. <laughs> um, and you know what would be bad is if Conspire didn't get funded <laughs> because it's an amazing game. Yeah, it is. And you know, the... the, the Oh boy! Oh, I'm getting what's stuck. Happening? What, what's happening? What's happening? I have an answer for this question. Oh. Bad. <laughs> the obvious answer to this question is the spoilers podcast is bad. What? Oh. Wayne Darrow, you have been weighed and measured and found wanting. Listen I have seen. Here. What your podcasting skills have to offer. And what do I see but poor inorganic plugs for a sellout of a Kickstarter game. You sold out for a game that doesn't even exist and is begging other people for money. That's the kind of podcast you run. Wow. Not I. This is the WWE all of a sudden. How did this happen? Listen here, Glenn. <laughs> no, you listen here, Wayne. The Film Wonk podcast is the best in Seattle, and you thought you could start up a spoiler podcast without us finding out. We were here before you, and we'll be here after you when you retreat to whatever comments section that you recreationally spoil Star Wars movies in. <laughs> I don't have I, a mic, Wayne. <laughs> I, I, you don't I, deserve I a mic. Listen here, film walks. <laughs> you guys are awful, and I don't like the way you're treating us today. This was our time to talk about our podcast, and you've come and interrupted. Your podcast is as incomprehensible and poorly, poorly consumed as Cloud Atlas. Whoa, hey, he went there. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, Quite me too. Bit. It was my number one movie of that year. <laughs> but that's beside the point. You liked that film as well. I did. <laughs> so, are you just going to complain about it, or are you going to sit down and talk about movies with us? I guess I can do that. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. That was my bit! That was All my right. bit! That was my bit! Yay! No one knew about it! Well, me it looks and Glenn. Like it, it, me and Glenn. And, and wait, no, so tell me, who 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 is Glenn here? This is Glenn. He does the Film Wonks podcast. Ah, and he's uh, yes, the that other is Film Wonks podcast at filmwonk.net. And right. uh, yeah, uh, uh, like that Kickstarter game, Conspire, which I did not mean to make fun of. It actually sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, we conspired to uh, make this little bit happen. Yeah. So. Wow, way Yay. to turn, yeah, way That's to turn that bit. around into That's a plug. That's your bit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Daryl is kindly getting a microphone for himself since. I've just stolen his microphone and chairs. So. Well, I like you, Glenn, already because you and I are both enjoying a oh, big, yes. tall, tasty energy drink. Indeed. Yeah. This, is how, went, we, this yeah. is how we stay awake. Yep, I, Glenn should play my round of... Uh, I think Glenn should play my round of... 
the thing while I do all the technical work. Okay. Here. Oh, you want to finish right. up the lightning round? Yes. Yeah. 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 It was the. It was a uh, uh, blank bad. Blank bad. Blank bad. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I you won't can, write down change. the spoilers. Podcast is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can change whatever Dale wrote there, and then change it to whatever you oh, think it should be. It should be. <laughs> well, Glenn, thanks for joining us, man. Oh yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, Thank man. you for having me, even though you didn't know I was. You didn't know I was going to be here. No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I do improv, so I can roll with All anything. Right. Yes, and. Yes, Yay. and. Yes, and. Oh, a microphone just appeared next to me. Yep. That's the magic right. that happens here. Look at Daryl. He's amazing. Podcast. He's running all over. He's, he, Daryl is the ultimate multitasker. Yeah, he, he, he does do everything. Daryl is the heart and engine of a lot of things. <laughs> here he comes. Oh, oh. Does my mic Yeah, he's still working on it. But while he's doing that, we'll go ahead and finish this round. Uh, again, it was blank bad, blank bad. So, Wayne, we'll go with you. What did you write? Breaking bad, even right. though I wanted to say so bad. <laughs> okay, and what did you write? Well, I'm not sure I understood match game correctly, but I put down Tyler Perry's I Can Do Bad all by myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's, a, there's blank before and after there, but yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I, I didn't write so bad. I also wrote Breaking Bad. Yeah! Breaking bad. Play four points. Yeah, Play four points. Yeah. So Wayne has moved up. With a score of uh, now two to one. Two to one. Yay! Yay. But let's see if Glenn can maybe rally back a, a point here for, uh, for the very busy Daryl right now. All right. All right, so this is round three of five. Round three Make of me five. points. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Super blank. Super blank. You know would be Super. Is if uh, Conspire by Cherry Pick Games got fully funded and got even some of their stretch goals. They're only looking for $10,000, which reasonable. is pretty reasonable for a, a physical game. Yeah. So go to kickstarter.com and look up Conspire by Cherry Pick Games. You're getting better at that the more you read stuff. Yeah. It's like your brain's It's like experience. <laughs> hey, Daryl, why don't you write your answer on this piece of paper? Ooh, yeah. What's the... What's the super <laughs> the prompt? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, be funny is yeah. Now we have. I wonder three if these players. two are gonna match writing on the same board. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can already tell you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So it was super blank. Super blank. So uh, well, we'll start with you, Daryl, since you just got back. What did you? I write? said super girl, super which girl. I've been watching on the CW, and it's it's a stellar show. Is it? Yeah, it's actually really good. See, I don't. I don't want. I, I should probably watch the CW a little bit more because it I, sounds like they got. They, they actually have decent. Shows you know the biggest problem with it, watch, it gets that a lot. Yeah. The yeah, biggest yeah. problem with the CW superhero shows is that right before them they have the show Two Broke Girls, which is the most terrible show ever. <laughs> I think possibly just. I don't know. Like the writing is just such. I'm sorry to say, I want to be so nice to people, but it's hack comedy. It's just uh, terrible. Oh, that bad? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Face. Well, I mean, like, yeah, CW, the CW and is the, there's, the WB network isn't still out there, is no, it? No, CW is what is the mashing of CW, or WB uh, and UPN. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, the UP, <laughs> UPN, that's why yeah. I forgot about them, too. Yeah. They just have that, re- they, I just remember them early on having that reputation of, like, oh, all right, well, these are very low-budget shows. They, they had that really sweary show, Action, with Jay Moore. Anybody? Oh, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Oh, 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 goodness, yeah. <laughs> <I did that. laughs> 
Well, Glenn, what did what did you write? Uh, I went a little retrograde and went with Man, man Superman, man, who was Superman. on Supergirl the f- first two episodes of this season. Really? Yeah, they've got Superman on there. Was it what? Now was it Superman from like the the, the series? No, well, no, because because the uh, the TV shows for DC are uh, breaking from the, the. They're just like the extended the, universe, but they're not. They're not connected to the movie universe like Marvel does. Oh, okay. Well, All good, because right. if it was connected to the Batman versus Superman universe, then... <laughs> it would suck. Uh, <laughs> I have yet to see that movie. Uh, I, you you really shouldn't. No, really shouldn't. <laughs> there were so some really good. good parts of it, but it was surrounded by a lot of like... Oh, man. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to yeah, take a I, nap. Tell me when the story starts just, again. Just a little more murder and hatred than these characters are usually yeah. a part of. <laughs> a little more vengeful. Yeah. 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 Batman <laughs> with a shotgun. Oh, my goodness. That's just not right. All right. Well, let's see what you wrote, Wayne. I wrote bad. Super bad. bad. Super bad. Oh, man. I can, well, I can see why you wrote that. Uh, well, we got one match. I wrote Superman. Superman. You got yeah. me my points back, Glenn. Yeah. So, let's see. So, uh, let's see. So, that ties it up right now. Two, two, two. Yeah, yeah. Because I've That's I've got I've got an extra person playing for me. You know? <laughs> yeah, pressure's on Wayne, man. Okay. How do you how do you feel about being double teamed on here? I mean it's not the first time. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All right, here we go. Round four of five in our match game lightning round. It is blank man. Wait, didn't we just do that? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, no it was blank. We did super blank. This is blank. Blank man. man. Oh, yeah. Blank man. See how confused I get? All right. Because we all know that the world as we know it is a conspiracy of the man, <laughs> you know, trying to get us all down. So what we need to do is we need to find out about those conspiracies. Dig deep into your pockets and fund Conspire by Cherry Pick Games, and then you'll be able to figure it all out. Will the game actually be pocket-sized? Uh, <laughs> depends on the size of your imagination, my friend. And the size of your pockets. Ooh. Take to imaginary camera. <laughs> For those of you at home, Wayne is staring off into the middle distance of stage left. <laughs> Come back to us. Come back to us. All right. Well, round four was blank man. So we'll start with you, Wayne. What did you write? Bat. Ah, bat. Oh, and you drew a little picture. I drew a little Batman. Ah, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah, adorable little picture. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and let's see. What did you two come up with? Well, um, you go first. Glenn's gonna go first. All right. Okay. Uh, I decided to go with uh, blank man. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> he filled uh, in the which, blank. Which is an actual movie, I think, with Damon Wayans. Yes, it is. <laughs> Damon. Oh, Wayans. that's right. When did that like, movie come out? Three, I want to say. Yeah, yeah it, it was wasn't like, good. It was like like early mid nineties, maybe. Something yeah. Like that, yeah. What kind of superhero was he? He was. Uh... He he uh, had like an like a little robot guy that was with him, um, and he like. Through socks at people. <laughs> All I remember is he had a really cheesy mask. But yeah, yeah. It sounds horrible, but I'm laughing thinking about yeah, it. Right I think now. that's what Pretty it was good. meant to be. It yeah, was like, just another one of those so bad that it's good. Yeah. Hey kids, did you ever see Blank Man? Nope. Okay. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ever heard of that's the year okay. 1993? <laughs> <laughs> remember the year 1993, seven years before you were born? Yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning of grunge and all that. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get our. I kept answer. it simple and just wrote super. Super. Since I had, super. I really thought we were on the same round. <laughs> no, you wrote these, Daryl. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to do too much at once. <laughs> <laughs> too much multitasking for Daryl. All right. Well, guess what? Once again, we do have a match. Mm. I wrote. Batman. Batman. So Wayne takes the lead with a score of three to two. And and Wayne is playing against two opponents right now. Victory. Victory. Now that brings us to our our final round. Final round. Of the lightning round. Lightning. So get ready. I'm ready. It is Dr. Blank. Dr. Blank. There are a lot of doctors in the world. Oh, man, there's so many doctors that I want to write. <laughs> there's so many doctors that I want to write. Some, some of which we've talked about on our podcast. But you could make up your own doctors. Doctors who are part of a conspiracy Whoa. to spread disease around the world. In your games of Conspire by Cherry Pick Games. <laughs> and you know what? You could play this game with 4 to 12 people. That's the amount of players that can play this at one time. And a, a whole game will take you 30 to 90 minutes. I feel really? like we That's could play it? with as many people as are here. Yes, we wow. could. And 30 to 90 minutes, wow. Yeah, so let's, let's just uh, go from there and say, hey, fund Conspire by Cherry Pick Games yes. on Kickstarter. Fund them. Yeah, 30 to 90 minutes. That's much better than like Monopoly, where that game usually takes like three or four hours. You know what, though? The thing about Monopoly that everybody gets wrong is they change, they change to the house rules, which makes the game extend long. If you play by the strict rules of Monopoly, yeah. it's like a 90-minute game. Really? Yeah, because I think the, huh. the big killer of that one is free parking. People make it a space where you can earn money. Yeah. And you can't. You're not supposed to. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a very common house rule, but that extends the game forever. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's maybe that's what my problem was. Yeah, and so. there's and and the game is the game's super vicious though with like non house rules though, so I can uh, understand why people don't play it that oh, way. As I understand it, Monopoly was originally invented by someone who wanted to show off the evils and unfairness of capitalism. They do a good <laughs> job. It was meant to be a merciless cruel. If you game. play that game, it does well, a good job. It gets yeah. ugly. I Fast. have memories of like people just getting genuinely upset with each other it's like it's a game everyone well, but can you think of any other game where players can be kicked out and just have to sit and watch while the other players just <laughs> rip up their properties and like okay we're gonna have to sell For all your hours it is a brutal uh, game that's real that's real life it. the game that game i wonder i wonder if there's a statistics showing how many friendships that game has ended <laughs> probably many well probably. let me guess if they played conspire instead <laughs> they would still be friends yes but uh the man is represented in monopoly by a capitalist with uh, a monocle and that man is trying to get you down so play yeah. conspire instead yeah or, or ticket to ride or, or ticket to ride, ride. also a good game awesome. <laughs> i'm gonna pretend that i'm on this podcast too and take pictures of myself Daryl is doing some selfies there for oh, geez. shameless promotion. <laughs> multitasking, my friend. Multitasking. <laughs> Next, he's going to juggle and sing the national anthem. Yeah. I can do both. I can, not, maybe not at the same time, but I can juggle and I can sing the national anthem. All right. Well, let's find out the last round here. Right now, it's a score of three to two 
Let's see. I know I'm not getting any more points. No, no. All right. Because <laughs> well, I know who you, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Who I... <laughs> well, let's see. I'm going to go to you, Daryl, first. What did you write? I said Doctor Who. Doctor because who. I am a true Whovian, and though there are other doctors that I thought of, yeah. especially based on the show that we're doing, ah. I still had to go with Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah, but it might be because I was, I was listening to another podcast. I was uh, listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, and it was all about time travel. Yeah. And he had, like, Christopher Lloyd and uh, Melissa Gomez, who, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, and Melissa Gomez, who was yeah. in Doctor Who, um, talking about time travel-related stuff. It was Clearly, fun. yeah, just being on those shows made them experts on time travel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wibbly really wobbly, timey-wimey. <laughs> Well, he likes to talk to people who are not scientists about what their take is on ah, why the scientists are bad. Okay, so. all right. I, I guess I was being a little snarky there. You were snarky. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you really want to irritate Doctor Who fans, all you have to do is talk about it like the character's name is Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> like refer to him by well, his last name, well, Who. In the, in, the, in the Peter Cushing universe of Doctor Who, it is. You monster. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I just got, oh, I forget what subscription was, but it had, oh, it was the Comic-Con network, or the Comic-Con uh, HQ, yeah, and they have, the Pe- they, have the, they have the Peter Cushing Doctor Who's on there, so I finally got to watch them, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> they're, okay, it actually in some ways makes more sense than trying to watch those old 60s uh, serials of Doctor Who, oh, and breaking them up, and how they had to like have like 20 minutes of what happened last time. Right. <laughs> In a 25-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> How many different Doctor Whos were there? There have been 13 at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah. My God. That's more than... Including the War Doctor? Including the War oh, Doctor, okay. yeah. Yeah, that reference just went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what did you write, Glenn? Uh, I also went old school with this uh, very old this school. This one might 52 match. years old, in fact. I went with Dr. Strangelove. Or oh, her. another great movie. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Kubrick fan. Yeah. Oh, I love all of his stuff. Except Nobody for, destroys the world in a more entertaining yeah. fashion than, than Stanley think, Kubrick. Well, you might be able to destroy the world in a more entertaining fashion <laughs> while playing the game Conspire by Cherry Pick Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I think the only the only Kubrick movie I never liked uh, was uh, Eyes Wide Shut, like the last one he made. Jesus! Yeah, yeah, that was a whiff. <laughs> that was yeah. rough. I was like, what? I, ew, what a horrible movie to end on. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, let's not dwell on that, folks. Am I right, kids? Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, another way to go, Gavin. Another thumbs up and an OK sign from the kids. Uh, uh, but what uh, what did you write? Uh, I wrote Doctor <laughs> Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> yes, oh, I love man. it. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that was Dan such Aykroyd. a great movie. I watched that so many uh, times. That had... was like what early mid eighties. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like just the end of the disco era. Oh my god! And you could tell it's the end of the disco era. <laughs> and so much cocaine. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that when it, it, it came to Stars when Stars first came out as oh, like yeah. the, the budget movie channel, the budget movie channel that you could get. So we got it because yeah. that's all we could afford. And uh, it was on, so it would play so often. I watched that movie over and again. I just loved it. Yep. <laughs> oh, Dr. Detroit was so good. Man, I haven't seen that movie probably since the 80s. Oh. Now I'm going to have to go and get it. Yeah. It's probably yes. like in the dollar bin oh, somewhere, yeah. like at a Walmart yeah. or something. 
I'll dig it up. Yeah, Stars was actually responsible for uh, some of the movies that I quote unquote owned at home in my childhood. Oh, because, really? Uh, <laughs> kids long before Netflix, um, yeah. they they used to have uh, cable, and uh, they used to have these uh, these big plastic cassettes called VHS tapes, and you could record anywhere from two to six uh, to six or eight hours on them, oh, and depending yeah. on you how had the super low the long play, you wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, so whenever <laughs> Stars was doing a free preview weekend, which they did more frequently than HBO or Showtime oh, yeah. did, uh, where you could watch it for free even if you didn't have a subscription. I would, I would, I'd be there with the print edition of TV Guide. Like, which of these movies do I want to own forever? <laughs> Three of those on a on a VHS cassette. Forever <laughs> or until VHS tapes so no longer. Yes, yeah, so r- roughly seven years. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like forever when I was a child. It's oh. true. Cause... And then now you own them and never watched them. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's see if we have a match. I'm going to say we. Almost had a match. Oh! Almost had a match. I wrote Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor okay. Strange. Yeah, 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 I was close to that. I was yeah. close to that. That was the other one I was going to go for. But yeah, I, I, I would say that Glenn was close to that. <laughs> technically, you know, I, I'm more stoked for Doctor Strange than I thought I was going to be because the writer of that film, C. Robert Cargill, actually came out of the movie criticism world online. Oh, yeah? He was one of the Cool News uh, folks. Oh in the God! Uh, he also did. He also did an underrated horror film called Sinister uh, a couple years back. Mostly loathed. I actually thought it was pretty great, so... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I have yet to see that movie too. But I hear you guys talk about it on your on your podcast as well. Yeah, we did because we got to see a 15 minute preview. <laughs> and it's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> see that? I mean, I think 3D is a gimmick. I yeah. hate 3D, but see that in 3D. See yeah. that in 3D. That's <laughs> in IMAX 3D. In IMAX 3D. <laughs> uh, well, guess what, Wayne? You're the winner. Yeah. Kudos points. Kudos points. Throwing imaginary kudos kudos points. That doesn't look like kudos points. (laughs) (laughs) What are you throwing at me? Maybe my 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 hand gesticulation wasn't exactly accurate. I feel dirty now. (laughs) (laughs) Those of you listening, just trust me, you don't want to know. All right. Uh, well, congratulations, Wayne. Uh, and uh, now I want to talk to you guys about the Spoilers Podcast. And we should also uh, talk about uh, the Film Wonks? Uh, Film yeah. Wonk Podcast. The yeah. Film Wonk Podcast, too. Since we do have Glenn here. Yeah. Uh, that is at filmwonk.net. W-O-N-K. Yeah. All right, we've talked about Film Wonks. Let's talk about... <laughs> well, first, let's talk about the spoilers and, yep. and, uh, and, and how it came about, and then we can maybe compare the podcasts and see how they relate to each uh, other. Wayne... Yeah. You tell stories so much better than I do. Yeah. So would you? I, I'll just like sub in some details here. And so there. it was, I believe, the last night of doing improvised uh, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, yeah. We were last and night we were, of the journal, and we uh, we decided it's in Ballard, uh, so we decided to go to La Carta de Oaxaca. Yes. I really <laughs> pronounced that one. That's how, how you say it. Yeah, she gave me a thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> La Carta de Oaxaca. Um, because they had, re- it's a reasonably priced restaurant, and you can get a lot of food for, for and it's tasty. Anyways, so. <laughs> That's a better um, plug than the Conspire game, just so you know. Just, um, so we, uh, we, we were there uh, at La Carta. There's about. 10, 12 of us? Yeah. It was a- and and all of a sudden, we were talking about, like, I think it was Game of Thrones. Yeah. It was Game of Thrones. We were talking about Game of Thrones, and someone's like, don't spoil it. I haven't seen this season. And 
Daryl literally just slams his fist on the table. Boom! I hate when people say I can't talk about things! And starts screaming. Like, people wow. from the outside turn and were like, what's happening? Um, and so he goes on this, like, five-minute rant about, I like things that I don't, I don't, I don't want to ever be told that I can't talk about something, and this is America, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the f-? I mean, I've had this exact same rant before, but it was just mild-mannered mild mannered Daryl all of a sudden turning into, like, spoiler demon and, like, ta- like just Jeez. just railing someone for saying that they hadn't seen something. There, yeah, there are things in life... I'm, I am a mild-mannered person. Anybody who knows me knows that that... But, like, spoilers is one of those things that when people say it, oh, spoilers... Spoilers! I just, I just like want to just throttle them. I'm like, stop listening. Why do I have to shut up? <laughs> you know, it's like you're the one who's hanging around while we're talking about the thing. Why don't you go? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to save myself for, for the right guy or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> for the right guy conversation. Yeah, I just, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it just seems ridiculous. Besides the fact that I really don't think you can spoil good. Uh, good uh, art. TV, good art. I don't believe you can spoil good art. If it's really good and you find out about it, you'll still watch it and you'll still love it. Yeah. I, I still, I, I really feel like if it can be spoiled, it's not good art. Yeah. Well, I, and yeah, I mean, and, and it definitely depends on the conversation you're having. Because I do, I do know people where, like, uh, they'll they'll talk about a movie and, and like reveal like major plot points and stuff, and it's like, well. I, I don't want to know that, you know. That, that. Then see the movie. <laughs> see it ahead of time. Be a human. All right, I'm, I'm not going to push this <laughs> this opinion too so, hard. So basically, what we're saying is Wayne had the same opinion as me. Exactly. <laughs> I had the same. I had I had been chastised online while on vacation uh, <laughs> over spoiling. A minor detail on Game of Thrones. A minor detail. Uh, And and a bunch of um, rich white (laughs) a-holes. This is all going to be distorted sounds. It's okay. Um, They they just jumped down my throat. Well, I have things to do on Sunday. I'm like, well, it's Monday afternoon. You had time to watch it. So... No, it wasn't even Monday. It was Tuesday. It's freaking Tuesday. Works <laughs> good. <laughs> okay. So but clearly, clearly, there is some passion behind this podcast. I, I can tell you, uh, the Filmwalk podcast uh, also has yeah. a strict spoiler policy, but it's uh, it's not so much uh, laissez-faire, let them drop. I mean, you guys, you guys kind of lay it all out there. Your podcast is called the Spoilers Podcast. And uh, I, assume, true. I assume you have I assume you have show notes or something, or just anybody who's tuning in knows what they're what they're getting into. There's yes. a bit yeah. of risk involved. Um, I tend to agree with Daryl that uh, any piece of great art will still be great, even if you know the plot details in advance. I actually just recently saw the movie Casablanca for the first time, going back even farther. Um, and that movie. Uh, I already, whoa, whoa, whoa. Know, I already know how it ends. <laughs> I've known how, to, how it ends because I've seen it parodied endless numbers of times. She yeah, gets yeah. on the plane after he gives her an awesome, you know, anti-hero speech about how she's going to regret staying with him. We all know that. But even going in, this is a movie about 
people fighting the Nazis that was made during World War II when they didn't know what the outcome of the war was. I mean, the stakes of that movie are there throughout the entirety of its runtime, and even knowing the ending didn't diminish my enjoyment of it in the least. Um, that said, I think that uh, I think there's room for for a bit of uh, a bit of courtesy here. Uh, I. People can only choose how they're going to consume a movie for the first time once, and some people don't want to know the plot details in advance because they derive enjoyment from And I, I don't think you're wrong in that. I, ju- I think it's gone too far, though. The whole spoilers thing has oh, gone too far. Agree. Like, people are like, you're just saying, oh, his name is Bill. Who oh, spoilers, or whatever. You know, it's like the smallest <laughs> thing. He, it turns out he likes cabbage. Oh, spoilers! You know, like, it's not, it's not a big deal. You know, yeah. there are some things that it's like, okay, I don't want to spoil that for you. I, I enjoyed this part of it, so I don't want to spoil it. Like, but then again, that also comes back to me. Like, I know this is an enjoyable part that I don't want to take away from you versus, oh, this is so exciting. You know, like, I can't talk about anything around you. Yeah. Well, and I've listened to some of, uh, some of your podcasts, and, and I will say this, like, listening to it, it you're really not giving away like the plot or anything like that you're you're, you're just you know we're just excited about the stuff yeah, that we're talking yeah, about just excited yeah. you know and you know you, you know you talk about you know like certain things about the movie and aspects that you like but it's not like i, I listen to the podcast and i'm like oh well now i know everything that's going to happen it's yeah. not it's not like that at all so so you can listen well, to I, I would say the second half of the Filmlog podcast, when it, I mean, we have an audible like music theme plays for spoiler warning, and then yeah. from that point on, we're talking about the, the de- in, de- in gra- grievous detail. La-dee-da, I have music on my podcast. But I think that drilling into those plot points is something that you do with somebody else who's seen the movie, and I think that anybody else is not going to get much enjoyment out of that, but... I, I don't know. I, it's changed how I've watched movie trailers for sure because the movie marketing folks seem to agree with you guys that spoilers don't matter. Yeah, uh, they give away yeah, everything. No in the trailer these yeah, days. more and more you see trailers and it's just like, wow, they're really writing out like, like yeah. major parts of the movie. Well, it's, it's, it's just gotten to the it. point where as soon as the music kicks on in the trailer and it's just a, a rush of images of every expensive shot in the movie, I just shut my eyes. Yeah, boom, no yeah. spoilers for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, but once again, it goes back to like. Uh, there are a lot of previews that you watch and you leave the movie going, wow, I saw everything I needed to see in the preview. I feel like I wasted my time going to the movie. But then there's a ton you go to and you're like, oh my God, that was even more amazing than I thought. So good art can't be spoiled by uh, a one minute to three minute preview. If it can, it's not... It's probably not good art. Yeah, then it's not. Yeah. yeah, then it's probably not even worth seeing, really, or yeah. at least waiting until it's and for free on Netflix or something. <laughs> VHS I mean, tapes on stars. The same thing goes for TV, like especially like now. There's appointment TV again. There's the Game of Thrones, and you're um, like for us, our appointment TV is the superhero shows on the sub on the WB. Mm-hmm. On the um, WB? Or whatever. <laughs> on the CW. We went back UPS. in time. What the um, heck? But yeah, those uh, those shows are our appointment television for us, and and we're willing to. I mean, I mean, you don't really, you can't really spoil it too much because like you already know what's going to happen because there's previews already, like we said. But um, uh, you know, I don't think that everyone should get all bent out of shape just because I told you that you know. Uh, Hodor was in this episode, so uh, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, literally that's what I said. That thing with Hodor, okay, and yeah, and, and, yeah no. that's that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, 
I mean, and like, for example, like tonight is the premiere of The Walking Dead. Exactly, like, who's Negan going to kill? Yeah, who's Negan going to kill? And I'm like, uh, I don't have cable. I Like, I usually just watch everything I He kills Glenn. (laughs) The comic has been out for 15 years. We're in a line just like those guys were, too. And Uh, and it's going to kill this Glenn. It's surprisingly... It's weird. It's really crazy. It's it's funny you bring that one up, because that is the perfect example of a terrible spoiler. Because, what, they all line up in a line, and he kills one of them, and you have to wait for three... I don't Uh, don't even watch The Walking Dead, and this is a spoiler I'm aware of this is this is something that they've been pushing in their marketing so heavily yeah, over the summer well, yeah. it's like why does it matter yeah i mean like yeah uh, and like i i'm trying to find a way to watch it tonight somehow because there's no way it's not going to get spoiled for me oh yeah because uh, th- as soon as it happens all over facebook they're gonna be like oh my god blah got killed so well i gotta see it tonight i mean but if you're like that then stay off social media until oh. you get to it like and, or make it a, make it an appointment. Make it important in your life, rather than, than that's saying, what he's saying, Wayne. He's gonna make it important. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not <laughs> chastising him. I'm chastising the other white people in the yeah, crowd. I, I, I did see that one of the folks complaining. Uh, I know the thread you're talking about here on Facebook, and one of the folks complaining was like, "Well, I have to use social media for my job." And when I read that, I was like, "You chose your job poorly if this was a problem." For <laughs> yeah, <you."> exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it tonight, and hopefully it won't get spoiled. But, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, let, me ask, uh, let me ask you guys this. Uh, what do you really enjoy about doing this podcast? What really makes it fun for you? Talking about the nerd things that we love. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. Like, getting, having an outlet other than just going on Facebook and being like, well, I love this thing! Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, like, getting to talk to Daryl about it, someone else who also kind of can like reciprocate the oh, I love this thing too <laughs> we both like nerdy things so you throw so up that's what I sound ass. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is great okay. wow. uh, what, what, what makes it fun uh, for you Glenn well I would say that uh, two things the uh, the reason why I do this and the reason why I've done this is because I, I really enjoy it when uh, my co-host, uh, Daniel Koch, and I really disagree on a film and, uh, and disagree in a way that's, that's really unexpected. Or, Which or is often. In a way that it, yeah, and, and, uh, but I also, I also think that it's useful and what makes, what makes the podcasting medium useful is where I think that a movie is being discussed in a way where I think there's a gap. I think the cultural conversation is limited. Nobody's talking about this movie the way it should be. And a lot of times that comes with an overabundance of people talking about it in all the wrong ways. The Ghostbusters remake that happened this past summer oh, yeah. was just steeped in a pile of, you know, internet misogyny on one on, on one hand and just kind of a middling studio comedy on the other hand. And nobody could really talk about whether that movie was good or not because it had all this baggage attached to it. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened with American Sniper earlier in the same year. It's, yeah. Uh, so just being able to discuss a movie in a, I hate to use this phrase a safe space where you can where you can kind of uh, you can kind of talk about the movie in any way uh, you like you know not to not to be a jerk about it but just to, just to say this is a movie that I liked in a way that was really unexpected I, I love it when I go into a movie I, I, I want to go into every movie and like it that's what I hope for every time I'm seeing a movie and when uh, when a movie's got 10% on Rotten Tomatoes and I end up loving it, that's the best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And nowadays, Rotten Tomatoes, it's, it's just like any other survey where it's like, it's either like 
all five, you know, people, there's so much, it's so heavily weighted to the top or heavily weighted to the bottom. Yeah. Rarely is anything heavily weighted to the middle I believe Fandango anymore. actually owns Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> Who does? Uh, Fandango. Fandango does. Yeah. Oh, really? So maybe really? take yeah. Rotten Tomatoes with a grain of salt going forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, Metacritic might be better. Yeah. Metacritic. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, um, and uh, I personally, the thing I like about it too is, like uh, I was saying a little bit earlier, was the fact that it gives me a reason to like watch this stuff, like uh, you know, like uh, make make the appointment because I've got to I've got to I've got to watch it before Tuesday when I record yeah. <laughs> with Wayne, so I have something to talk about because I I grew up. Movies was a big part of me growing up with my family. I wasn't, I wasn't an art student or a film student by any any stretch of the imagination. But I loved movies. I loved going to movies in the theater. And TV shows was also a big part of me growing up, especially MacGyver, which I talk about way too much. Um, but uh, you know, I, I love that I have a reason to do it again. And uh, Wayne's, uh, I mean, Wayne has so much uh, knowledge in in that realm that I just get to say, hey, I like this thing, and Wayne can pull out some historical uh, movie film that he's watched, because he knows yeah. movies better than I do, like like the art as an art, as a you know critical thinking. So I, I, lo- I love that, too, that I get to talk to somebody who knows so much about it and can, and can yeah. kind of educate me at the same time as I can say, I really like that I got to go see this. <laughs> well, well, Glenn mentioned, like, you, you said uh, who, uh, who your partner up with. Um, uh, Daniel Couch. Yeah, yes. you say you, you, you sometimes get into big disagreements over a movie, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'll, uh, I'll end up launching a whole tirade about what I saw in, in a character or in a plot point, and he'll say, I, you know, I wish I'd seen that movie, but it wasn't, wasn't in the movie I saw. And we'll, just, we'll, 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 look at it, we'll look at the same things and have a completely different read on it, and I, I love because that. Because he's an imperialist. Yep. <laughs> well, he literally uh, well, wants to bring back the monarchy. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, Dwayne and uh, uh, Dwayne, Daryl and Wayne. You just became the rock. Yeah, there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to call you both Dwayne now. That's right. Um, do, do you find the same thing happening with you in, uh, in, in certain cases, or do you agree more than disagree? Uh, I think we tend to agree. We tend to agree yeah. a lot more so far, but it's only been we're only five episodes in, and we haven't really stretched stretched out. We're we're already <laughs> we've spent a lot of time figuring out technical difficulties. Oh first. my my technical. <laughs> Difficulties are the worst. We 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 because we don't we're not in the same room with each other recording it. We're recording over uh, over Hangouts, uh, Google Hangouts. Oh, okay. And uh, and that's how we record our episodes. And so that just figuring out the technical of that was yeah. has taken us a lot of time. And we I think we figured out what that what that equates to, but. At the same time, uh, we've also just been like, "Hey, let's let's go to this movie." Yeah, I want to yeah. see that too. <laughs> yeah. So it hasn't gotten to the point yet where we're like, "I'm tired of going and seeing stuff with you, Wayne. I'm going to go see my own thing." Yeah, we need to get on some of those lists, those free movie lists. I'm only on one of them so far. Yeah, I'm starting to to look at different things for that as well too. And I think there's, I think we're going to start running into movies where. Uh, I want to see something, and Wayne doesn't uh, really yeah. care, <laughs> yeah. and vice versa. So, or I just don't have yeah. the time because there's yeah, there's a lot of movies that I just don't care about. Yeah, but like every horror movie, just don't care. I don't know, man. Yeah. I find I find a movie podcast is like the Supreme Court. If one of you wants to review the thing, then the oh, other yeah. one just has to respect that. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've ended up seeing some of the most surprisingly good movies because it was something I had no interest in, and uh, and Daniel was interested in it. So. Yeah. 
that uh, makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think uh, that I mean I'm still just getting pulled back into the world too. So I have yet to get pulled too far. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know I'm still going. Oh yeah, that's I hadn't even thought about looking at that. Oh okay, cool. <laughs> so. Well, uh, I mean. All three of you, you do not just movies, but you do TV shows too. You too, Glenn. Do you do TV shows too? Uh, primarily, we do movies. We did primarily. actually do a series re, uh, wrap up on the on the comedy How I Met Your Mother, but other than that, we didn't have <laughs> any other TV. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a uh, I'm gonna ask a question where I'm gonna ha- you guys are all gonna have to really think now. Mm. I think it's I think it's an obvious question. All right, if you could pick it, what is your favorite movie? What is your favorite movie? I don't, of I don't all have to time. think very long. I know what it is. All right, Daryl. My yours? my favorite movie is, uh, and it's funny that uh, I'll go into the story of how it became my favorite movie, but it's Strictly Ballroom by Baz Luhrmann, and it's because of Stars that it was. It was a movie we had, we had Stars, and I remember watching it. It came on, and it's this ridiculous Australian movie. I mean, Baz Luhrmann in general that describes every Baz every Luhrmann, Baz Luhrmann yeah. movie. Um, but it was it was. It was um, it was really his first movie, um, so it was lower budget. But just the start of it, the the film, the colors that he had chosen for it, the the overblown eye makeup on the mother, and just these Australians talking so seriously about ballroom dancing in a way that I just felt was ridiculous. And I, you know, okay, competitive ballroom dancing. I'm sure there's people out there who are that ridiculous, but to me, it was just like. It was awesome, but then you get past that first five-minute intro, which drew me into the movie right away, and then the music and the dancing was just amazing in the story. And I'm a, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic, so that helps too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we've always known that about you, Daryl. Uh, yeah, hopeless yeah. romantic. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hopeless that's a great voice. What voice was that? I'm the hopeless romantic. <laughs> <laughs> like the first time it was light De Niro, the second time I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I coughed a little and got got De Niro right out of that. <laughs> so, so no, so that's yeah, strictly ballroom. Definitely uh, yeah. my favorite, my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually got to see that in the theater later. Like it was replayed. Uh, when I was living in Denver and I remember just sitting there in the movie my wife was sitting right next to me and I was just saying all the lines to the movie and wow. she was, but so was everybody else because it was like one of those special screenings so everybody knew it so I think it was like there was always one of the pair was saying all the lines and the other one was just going shut up, shut up. I'm trying to watch the movie well Glenn what, uh, what, what's yours do you think oh this is one of the toughest questions for a movie podcaster yeah, to yeah. answer but because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do a top 10 uh, list every year for for, uh, for the uh, FilmWonk podcast, filmwonk.net, W-O-N-K. <laughs> and, uh, um, but, you know uh, what? I don't think we've said once that it's thespoilerswd.com. Nope. That's good. <laughs> you can go see our podcast at thespoilerswd.com. Yeah, we should probably mention that several yeah. times. Um, the, <laughs> or just go go to Kickstarter and look up Cons- Conspire <laughs> from Jerry Pick Games. Because, I mean, there are movies that stick with me for the entire year, and those are usually the ones that end up... Like, I see yeah. them, and I can't stop thinking about them. That was, I mean, movies that are often just off the beaten path. I did It Follows last year was my favorite movie. Uh, Cloud Atlas actually was my number one movie of 2012. Wow. Um, but uh, but the movies that I keep going back to just recreationally, I cannot, cannot get enough of. The top of that list has to be Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, can't, can't get enough of it. Yeah, the, the, the first Jurassic Park was Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. When that came out, that was so new and and, and different. And I mean, it still yeah. works. It still yeah. it still cuts it compared to. The, yeah, it holds the, up remarkably. Yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, yeah a quick quick survey for the kids again. Have you guys seen Jurassic Park, the original? 
Awesome. Yep, we got, yeah. we got, we got a little scary. That's 93. She's giving a thumbs down. Brutal. What's yours? So I have two categories because I, you can't measure a comedy film the same as you measure a drama. It's just yeah. impossible. Uh, so my favorite comedy of all time is Caddyshack. Oh, mm. I, brother, you nailed it. It's that's the, my that's favorite. That's the best, like, simply the best comedy yeah. that's ever been made. No doubt. No um, doubt. And then my favorite drama that's ever been made is a really, this is like the pat answer, but it's The Godfather. It's the best uh, movie that's ever been made. That's, yeah. That's Talking great. about a conspiracy. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, no. Um, it's, it's just like, yeah. it is everything that a movie should be I oh think. man yeah yeah godfather and and uh, and i have uh, yeah a special endearment towards caddyshack that Ugh. that cast has got to be one of the, the i mean I, like i put caddyshack and blazing saddles like right oh, next yeah. to each other yeah but uh, caddyshack just a little bit more because that cast that they put together was so well put together oh, like, yeah. they picked yeah. the perfect people for it in fact um I, i'm gonna brag a little bit at home i have a framed po- uh, poster of the original Caddyshack poster. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Signed by the entire cast. Ooh. So, like, everybody. Nice. Did you, get, did you actually get it signed? No, I, it was, uh, it, I got it, like, about... Like twelve or thirteen years ago, at this at this uh, big cancer uh, uh, fundraiser. Oh, cool! Not, not to raise yeah, money. Go to cancer! cancer! Yeah, no. Uh, no raising cancer. money for cancer. Go <laughs> cancer! Let's get you spread out through more bodies and cells. <laughs> but they had this guy that was selling all these posters, like uh, signed by the cast. Like they had like a, like I had another one with like the Sopranos. Like it was all. Oh, signed cool! And this one was there for for three hundred and fifty dollars, and I saw that I'm like. Wow, uh, uh, I'm buying. I don't, yeah. I don't like cancer, and I love Caddyshack. Oh my god, exactly. done. So like, that's like one of my most prized possessions. You know, it's got like you know Ted Knight, Chevy Chase, Harold Ramis, everybody. It's all signed yeah. by it. I'm just like, that's oh. awesome. That's I, it, yeah, I when I moved out here to Seattle, believe me, I put like three things of bubble wrap on it in the truck <laughs> to make sure nothing happened. You, to that you take so much better care of posters than I do. I <laughs> I have ruined so many posters that I yeah. loved because I'm just like, oh, I'll just ramp it up and okay, it'll be fine. And then oh, you get man. out of the moving truck and you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh why didn't I think? And my wife's just like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, my, my favorite movies, I mean, yeah, my favorite comedy, uh, Caddyshack. Um, and then uh, I, it's such a tie for me with these other two movies. And they're both kind of sci-fi uh, uh, one is Blade Runner. I just love Blade Runner, and just the the when that movie came out, it was like the the initiation of that whole cyberpunk kind of look, where instead of the future looking all clean and pristine, they made it all grungy and dirty. And, and a lot of the and a lot of the style from Blade Runner was um, was created from uh, the the old magazine Heavy Metal. Yeah, if you remember that. Yeah, they they took a lot of images from you know th- that artwork. And then the other one that I really like, and that this ties into my old my old Monty Python days. I was a huge Monty Python fan, like all through school. I I had all the sketches memorized and everything. And it was uh, Terry Gilliam's, like uh, one of his first uh, solo directed films, Brazil. Oh yes, oh, yeah. sir. Right yeah, I can see you going from Blade Runner to Brazil. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Brazil. Yeah, the imagery and that, and just the, the the visuals that you know he created. You know, like every scene you would look at was you would just it would give you this claustrophobic feeling because there was so much in every yeah. in every yeah, and every paper pushing dystopia after 1985 <laughs> was inspired so much visually by that film. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. And, and honestly, like 
for for me, and and I know it's like a heinous crime against film humanity, but like I never could get into Blade Runner. I've, really? as, as far as a dystopian future, it, you know, I wasn't like, gonna say this, but I'm actually right there with you as yeah, well. <laughs> I just, I, it it always just seems so slow, and and you know, Harrison Ford's known for just being. I'm gonna. Oh, you wanna? Hey, Chewie. Blade Runner fell firmly into that territory of I can see why this is influential, but I but after watching it multiple times and multiple versions because there are like four different versions of that yeah. movie, yeah. Um, I still just have not managed to to appreciate it on the on the because there are a lot of people yeah. for him that's their favorite movie and I I, yeah. I get yeah. that. I, whereas Brazil, I can totally I can totally yeah. get that movie. Like that one, first I connected more with Brazil, and it might be because uh, for me, comedy wise, like. I think of uh, Holy Grail more as a, a, a heavy comedy movie. I love Caddyshack, but I put Holy Grail above it. It's like the yeah. Holy Grail of <laughs> movies. Boo. No. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, I, I grew up a lot on, on British comedies. I mean, I grew up watching uh, Red Dwarf all the time, yeah. uh, especially around here in Seattle. The, the PBS station would always run the Red Dwarf marathons, and oh, it was yeah. like, I'm not yeah. doing anything this weekend. I'm staying home and watching Red Dwarf all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would watch uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus with my dad like every night at you know, like 10:30. And then there's another show called um, uh, Dave Allen, David Allen at Large. I don't know. And, and like I say that reference, and like almost nobody knows what I'm talking about. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it, I think he's. So, like, ladies and gentlemen. I think that there is a conspiracy against oh. Dave Allen at large, <laughs> and only, oh, only Dave Bogan has made it out of this conspiratorial world. <laughs> so you can tell this story if you play the game Conspire by Cherry Pick Games. Um, nice segue. Okay. Thank you. Another nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm there. For... <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Well, we're, we're getting towards the end of the podcast yeah, we here. Are. But, uh, so l- let, me ask, let me ask you this, Daryl. Uh, yes. So you, you, you run uh, this podcast, The After Party, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. you've started the Spoilers yeah. podcast with Wayne here. Um, what's, your, I don't know, what, what's your comparison between the two? What, you know, what, what, what really stands out between the two podcasts? They're they're really two different beasts in that uh, this podcast, The After Party, is such about uh, celebrating the arts and entertainment culture of Seattle specifically. And because I I moved away from Seattle for like a decade and I moved back because I love this city so much and I love um, the arts and entertainment community we have. And now I get to be a part of it. And so it's really about that. And the fact that it's uh, we record it live here in the theater gives it a technical uh, burden that's a little bit heavier, whereas uh, I think Wayne and I's is nice because it's just like Wayne and I get on the computer and we just talk with each other. When my computer works. <laughs> when, Wayne's, <laughs> when Wayne's computer works. So we have had some tech issues. But, but it's, you know, they're fun for different reasons. That one feels more like the casual kickback uh, enjoying it, whereas uh, the Seattle After Party is more of a celebration of Seattle um, and the people here than it is about, you know, just a... It's it's not relaxing. The Seattle After Party is not relaxing in that sense at all for me, but I love do what we're doing with it, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're doing a, a big variety of stuff, Daryl. Yeah. Well done, yeah. 
Um, uh, let's see. Uh, well, before we wrap up, uh, is there anything else you want to say about uh, your podcast and let people know how they can find out more about you? Uh, well, you can uh, find all of our episodes at filmwonk.net. That's W-O-N-K. And uh, we are actually just about to release our 92nd episode, uh, which is our review of Ouija, Origin of Evil, uh, which, uh, not, to, not to spoil that, but it, it succeeded, er, it, it exceeded my middling expectations of it. So there you go. All right, Glenn. Yeah. Thank, well, thanks well for done. joining us, Glenn, by the Thank way. Thank you very much Thanks. for having me. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun little <laughs> bit at the... the, the, the <laughs> my bit worked. Uh, uh, Wayne, thank anything you, Wayne. Uh, you want to say about, uh, about uh, the spoilers or, or how people can uh, find out more about you? and what Watch you the spoiler. Watch. Listen to the spoilers. Listen I guess spoiler. technically if, we could if, have people watch us. If they it. take, We could, but I'm not going to because yeah. I, edit the, I edit. There's so much spaces because That's it's over true. the internet. There's these long spaces between I'll say something and it's, it's like half a second before Wayne responds. Oh, and so I'm cutting these spaces so that because I'm dumb. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 listen to the listen to the spoilers uh, at thespoilerswd.com. Mm-hmm. Um, not dot net like that damn film wonks. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dot com. <laughs> of course, ours says WD. What the heck? That's okay. <laughs> um, Wayne Daryl. And then uh, you can find me online, all the social medias at Frame Dog. F R A M E D O double G. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. No Frame Dog. Uh, <laughs> Don't look up Frame Dog. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. That's uh, where I do all my posting. You have to be my friend to see my Facebook because people at work are mean. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because it's true. Yes, it is. <laughs> like I yelled at because I said something about someone on Facebook. Um, and, but yeah, just uh, like Instagram, all that good stuff is all public. Look at it. Um, We'll probably put up some kind of uh, post there tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll put up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I do. Yeah. Well, Daryl, Glenn, Wayne, thank you so much for having me. Hey, let's give our guests a big round of applause. Everyone. Yay! Yes! At Diacra. Daryl didn't get to do his plug. I'm at Diacra. <laughs> or you can follow my other podcast, The Seattle After Party, which I have too, at After Party Hosts. Which you are currently listening I, to. You are currently listening <laughs> to. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a great day or night. Bye! Bye! Bye.